girls you love till the day you get older. Say what you mean and mean what you say. A man is faithful. Come what, come what may. Okay, you ready? So go ahead. What's up, dudes and chicks? It's your boy Jude back for another great episode of Go Forth. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and welcome. Hello, it's me as well, Christian, here for another episode. Um, sorry this one took so long. We, we had many, many hiccups since Sunday. It is now Wednesday. And um, yeah, basically, Sunday was just a whole jumble of mess between us both. And then Monday, we were going to record. That didn't happen. Tuesday... We finally got everything together and we recorded, but it was absolutely horrid. We just talked <laughs> nonsense for like the first 35, 40 minutes. And so we decided like to just not put out the episode and redo it because well, it, it, was, I think, it was nonsense. I think it was also because like you had stopped recording in the middle and it just added an extra element of like confusion and nonsense that like we just weren't okay with. Yeah. <laughs> Because I feel like if that wouldn't have happened, we would have been like, uh, like we would have talked ourselves into it. Yeah. I mean, the nonsense was funny, but like <laughs> we, t- we really struggled to get a point across for a long time. <laughs> yeah. We were just having a great time and running off of very little sleep, I felt like. Yeah. <laughs> also, Both of us. also, Christian, tell everybody the big news. Wait, what's the big news? Oh, yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. So. No way you know (laughs) what I'm talking about. (laughs) Is it the rugby thing? (laughs) Yeah, Christian plays rugby. Wait, (laughs) sorry, dude. I told him. Dang it. That was (laughs) your moment. (laughs) Thanks, dude. Yeah, I joined. uh, I'm on Louisiana Tech's rugby team now. So that's pretty cool. I feel like I just ruined a gender reveal. Uh, sorry, yeah. Craig. Sorry. That's <laughs> that awkward moment. Anyway, and <laughs> so, so basically, yeah. what we're trying to say is, if you say, if like we hear you in public saying anything mean about rugby players, Christian will tackle you without pads on because that's how <laughs> rugby players do it. Oh yeah, actually, I heard a really awesome line the other day. Sorry to tell you soccer players, but it was soccer players pretend to get hurt and rugby players pretend to not get hurt. Oh, that was horrible. It was actually super crazy. We had a game last Saturday and one of my, like stiff arming is completely like legal in any way, shape and form for just like (laughs) trucking people. And this like one smaller guy on my team, he was like the backline defense and the guy broke through and he just got whapped in the face. But he still tackled this guy. And he stood up and his face was just covered in blood. And he just kept going. <laughs> he didn't go out of the game or, or anything. It was wild. I feel like rugby highlights would be like a good meme for like me versus temptation. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Like whapped just in the face. Uncut. Absolutely disgusting. Fight. Anyway, <laughs> it's anyway. super fun though. But yeah, before we do this whole like forty-five minutes of nonsense thing again, <laughs> yeah, um, maybe we can get into it. Sweet, yeah, that sounds absolutely amazing. Um, Actually, I know how wait. we could start it. Wait, I have to tell everybody something. Oh, I have to give a shout out to my brother Jess, who just told everybody that he's about to have. He's not about to have. My sister-in-law is about to have a baby, which is super <laughs> exciting. Um, so shout out to you, Jess. He listens to the podcast and he's just an awesome dad. So you're the man. Congrats, Jess, from me as well. We here at Go Forth love babies. Yes, we are firm supporters of babies <laughs> in the womb and out of the womb. Boom. Okay, good. How can you start us now that? We love babies. Well, it was just going to be a little, little quick story. Well, not even a story. I was can, gonna... it, can it have to do with babies, please? Actually, it has nothing to do with babies. 
Okay, not everything I want can be fulfilled then. But I had like the the most wild confession of my life today. <laughs> it was super insane. But you awesome. tell us what you said? <laughs> um, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth a shot. <laughs> <laughs> but I like I was looking to go to confession and but they only have it like on Saturdays here. So I went to the the friary, like we have Franciscans here. And so I went to the friary and knocked on the door. And the only priest that was there was like this um, 70-year-old priest who's like retired. And I was like, hey, Father, can you hear my confession? And he was like, yeah, get in here. (laughs) He like grabbed my shirt and like pulled me in. And I was like, oh, okay, here we go. Kind of aggressive, (laughs) but I'm into it. And then we went to this back room and then... I had like a super awesome confession and it was, it was like 40 minutes and it was, it was beautiful. The sacrament of confession is beautiful and that's the topic today. Well, kind of. Well, kind of. Yeah. In a sense, the sacrament of confession is the topic today. Okay, sweet. So at some point we will talk about the sacrament of confession. Oh, maybe was it's not a, the main topic. Was that a question or was that me telling? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's uh, get to it. Start us off, Jude. Okay, Get sweet. this thing rolling. Okay, um, so here we go. One thing I wanted to talk about to kind of like get us warmed up. This is kind of like the calisthenics of the podcast. Um, anyway. Oh, dynamic warm-ups. This is the dynamic one. Actually, you know what I just thought of? What? Before we get into, like, the, how do you say it? Like, the thick of our conversation. I had somebody who requested that we do, like, a, uh, like, a small spontaneous prayer to kind of, like, get us into the zone for our podcast. And I thought that was cool. And I am all about doing that. So, Crab, what do you say we do that? I like it. I mean, we're only like nine minutes in, but go. Go for it. I love it. Okay, sweet. Let's do it. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity that we have to be here. We thank you for how much you love us. We thank you for the ability to live out our faith. And Lord, we ask you to guide us in these moments in our lives. We ask you to look over us um, and all of those people who are going to listen to this podcast and give them direction, give them hope, give them strength, and let them know how much you love them and how much you want to be loved by them. Amen. In the name of the Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay. Perfect. Thank you, Judas. Hey, dude, it's not what I do. It's, it's who I am. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. We know who I am. Okay, sick. So, what's gonna happen now is no nonsense. That's what's gonna happen. No nonsense. I'm. I, we can do this. I've committed to never saying anything nonsensical again, and that's why we're gonna talk about God's mercy. Um. I think. I don't really know where the conversation's going to go. That's what I have written down on this paper, but that's about the extent of it. So. You just have the words God's mercy at the top and the rest of the page is blank. <laughs> just a big question mark next to God's mercy. Um, but I think, um, I don't know, just I feel like throughout all my experiences doing missions and everything, The mercy of God isn't some abstract thing that's only shown in um, the sacrament of reconciliation as we know it, but rather like God's mercy can be shown through us here on earth and we can live that out by being merciful, right? So, uh, Crab, can you kind of give us like a basis on what mercy is? Maybe not like a textbook definition, but just like... I don't know. Give us an example. In my own words. 
dude, whatever. Give us a simile, a metaphor, whatever you want, dude. I feel like mercy is forgiveness with nothing in return, like wanting nothing in return. Mm. You know, I mean, and that's like the most basic way I can put it. Okay. Super good. Can you give us an example of mercy? Something concrete. Maybe a time in your life or sometime you've experienced it. That's not like confession? In like a different way. In like a, in like a, a concrete way. Yeah. Hmm. This is super on the spot. Um, okay, one time when I was in fifth grade, right? <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I was in fifth grade and I got... I got I got caught peeking at my buddy's test and the teacher got super mad at me and she took me out into the hallway and she was like yelling at me. And I was like, Oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry and then she was like, I should send you to the principal's office. I was like, No, please I'll never do it again and then she was like, You know what? It's okay. I forgive you, but don't do it again. You know, it was like forgiveness with a call to to a higher level you know yeah okay good so one thing that i'm kind of like thinking of and like one thing that i think i always have the image of when i think of mercy and this is something that we hear a lot like as catholics like god is merciful but he's also just um and like justice is doing like what is oh big blank it's okay dude are you serious <laughs> dude i can't believe this happened again okay i restarted it dang it all right well Everybody, for everybody that's listening, remember how we were just saying <laughs> about five minutes ago that yesterday's episode kind of got messed up because my voice memos got turned off in the middle of recording? Well, guess what? Jude's just did, so. <laughs> but we're going to figure it out this time. We're not going to scrap this one. <laughs> What's good, dudes and chicks? I'm back. Um, this is just a little technical thing. Real quick, Jude, uh, we're just going to clap on three, okay? One, two, okay. three. All right, cool. Mine, mine wasn't mine wasn't strong enough. It was like a very flappy clap. Let's try again. <laughs> Three, two, one. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, no, but don't so, worry about that. That's for technical stuff. Yeah, we were Chris and I heard heard a song playing and we clapped along. Anyway, <laughs> I had this. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, dude. Oh my gosh, dude! I don't need. I wasn't even touching anything. That was crazy. All right. Anyways, anyway, let's get on with it. Um, so I have this. Like, I was trying to think of a good example of justice, but justice is like receiving what. It's like getting out what you put in. I guess. Um, when we think of justice and the idea of the final judgment when God will be just, it's we're either going to go to heaven because we lived for heaven and we did things living for that, or we're going to go to hell because we lived a very selfish life, choosing um, the wrong way throughout our whole life. So that's like justice, but mercy is outweighing justice, saying like there's justice, but then mercy like says, yes, I understand, but... I want to give more. Um, kind of like Christian's example of his teacher. Like, It would have been just for her to say, no, you're going to go to the office because what you did was wrong and you deserve a punishment. But then in her mercy, she said, okay, you know what? I don't think you're half bad. And you know what? Uh, <laughs> we think you're kind of funny to look at, so we'll let you stay. That's probably <laughs> actually what happened. I don't know why your teacher had mercy on you, but she sounds like a great woman. She was awesome. And shout out. Um you you know who you yeah. are. 
You know who you are. <laughs> There's no chance she would ever listen to this podcast. I don't even know where she is nowadays. Well, if nowhere else, hopefully she is enjoying herself. Yeah. That's not a place. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so. Well, good. I like that. The, that definitely gives a better understanding of what mercy is. Like, just comparing it to judgment. Yeah. I also, I don't know. Um, what are what are some practical ways, Crab? You think that we can like uh, we can show mercy in our everyday lives? I have some like small examples, but do you have like some, uh, like like what are ways we can be merciful mm. every day? How about you go first? Okay. Since you, wait, you said uh, you already had some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got oh, okay. It. I got it. <laughs> um, okay, so one thing, okay, a pet peeve of mine. Here we go. We're warming up. A pet peeve of mine is when people, like, road rage. <laughs> like, um. So you get mad I've, at people when they get mad. No, no, it's just, it's confusing <laughs> to me. <laughs> I road rage because people road rage. Um. No, no. I, I'm a very gentle driver. Um, I'm like the person who like get cut off and then apologize. <laughs> like, sorry that you did that to me. I don't know. Really weird, but whatever. Um, but wh- like, okay, sorry, I'm getting super sidetracked. What I'm trying to say is <sighs> when people... Like when somebody, a a way to be merciful in your daily life is like when somebody cuts you off or when somebody like is driving super slow instead of like being like, I hope that, I hope that your carrot cake is burnt on your birthday. You should be like, hey, God loves you. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe that was a stupid example, but. Nah, I mean, I get what you're saying. I mean, burnt carrot cake kind of sucks. I don't think I've ever had burnt carrot cake. I don't think exactly. I've ever, I don't think I've ever had carrot cake. No, I probably have. Oh, what? No, no, that's, I, that's why I have had carrot cake. Brother. <laughs> Brother. You can't scare me like that. <laughs> okay. All right, and I'm going to have mercy on Jude for... Um. Wait, no. I think it's the other way around. Oh, you're not going to have mercy on me? Wait. <laughs> I don't it's know fine. No, it's fine, dude. I mean, this is only like our 19th episode together. Yeah. No, I mean, it's hard to think about like mercy on a human, like from a human to human level. You never really think about it because we're such terrible people that we don't have mercy. <laughs> How about uh, the example of JP2 showing mercy to the person who shot it? Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, that's very good example so um whenever you know someone's family member gets murdered i saw i saw something on social media the other day um about this guy in court who this guy murdered his someone in his family maybe it was his wife or something and the guy in the the courtroom like openly forgave him and it was super it was super wild like people were freaking out over this um but that is like that is big time forgiveness mercy. Yeah, definitely agreed because that's that's one thing to understand like in that moment like it's kind of justified for you to say like I'm so mad at this person. Like this person has hurt me, this person has done something against me. But then mercy says like man, love that person anyway. And I feel like I don't I don't really know how to explain it. It's hard to motivate somebody to be merciful because it really comes down to like that personal like gosh, I just want everyone to know like how like truly loved they are. Like no matter what somebody does to me. Like in the example of JP2, like this guy was a hitman like hired to kill him. And then JP2 goes into the jail cell and like forgives this man and then here's his confession like what (laughs) yeah that's crazy like that's beautiful but 
in it, like without without um, that element of faith or without something bigger, like this doesn't make sense. Like it's completely justified for JP2 to say, I don't like this person. This person tried to kill me. I'm never going to talk to him again. Yeah, that's pretty, yeah. That's pretty fair. Um, but this, but I feel like this applies in such little things in our life. Like when somebody, yeah, just wrongs you in a little way. Yeah. Like it could be the littlest of things. Like, I don't know, telling somebody you look, you got a stupid haircut. Like maybe it's justified. Maybe you have a stupid haircut. (laughs) Jeez. That was a funny example. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, whatever, like your hair will grow back. I had a stupid haircut all summer. So there's that and people let me know some people were very honest with me and like hey dude you look like an idiot that was me and I, <laughs> there are no slangs being thrown okay um and you know what i could have like told that person how much it was. anyway an example of in that moment you could just say hey you know what like you're right I do look. <laughs> I don't know. But I okay. I, don't know. I think this is a good a good place to segue though. Yeah, I agree. I think I'm the kind big of going in circles. I think a big question that like I'm wondering is why why be merciful towards others? Yeah. Like what's what's the reason? I think there's only one obvious answer. Is well, what what, what you have any ideas? Um, I don't, I mean, without like trying to think of something from scripture or something, I don't really. Well, I was just going to say like a very, very broad reason for us to have mercy on others is because God has mercy on us. Yeah. And, and I would say like, it's because that's what we would want in that situation. You know? Yeah. Like, you, you know, that feeling of. You wrong somebody, you just feel like, gosh, there's nothing I can do to undo that. Like, you just wish so bad. Like, man, that was so dumb, and I wish I could have, like, hit that undo button. Yeah. Man, I remember one time, geez, I felt so bad. But, like, I was in, like, sixth grade, and I threw this football, and I hit this kid who, like, not many people, like, talk to. And I don't know. I wasn't, like, necessarily, like... I was throwing it in his direction. I didn't try to hit him. And it was just like this. I just had this awful feeling of like, man, I just wish, I just wish like he would like come up to me and be like, Hey dude, don't worry about it. (laughs) You know? Um, Oh man. Yeah. That's such an awful feeling. Like when you do something and you wrong somebody and you just feel like, man, I just wish I knew it was all okay. But I feel like this is okay. Actually, so I feel like for him to to say that, like, dude, it's okay. Like, first you have to go say you're sorry, mm-hmm. which is the same exact thing with us, like with with Christ, right? Well, I mean, like, right. of course, he always forgives us, right? But that's the whole point of confession, right? Like his his mercy is always there. It's always there waiting for us, but we have to go seek it, which is, I mean, that's a big question. I mean, that's a big question between like, you know, Catholics and Protestants, right? Um, Protestants with the belief that, you know, once you accept, accept him as your savior, then you're saved. Like, but for us, seems, it's, seems legit. Yeah. But for us, it's, I mean, you have to, you have to seek the mercy, right? And, and you have to say you're sorry. And that's that's the whole point of confession. Which, mm. you know, maybe, maybe this is a good, like, turning point to go into that. Got you. So, like, that, that sorrow, that sorrow that you feel should lead you to, like, repentance. Exactly. Okay. Um... I like that uh, well, because, yeah. because that's, that's, that's one thing that like is kind of required. Like when, when we go into the sacrament, well, 
I don't know if this is too soon to say it, but whatever. No, we'll I think this is. This. I think this is perfect time to say it. Okay. Um, I guess one thing that you have to keep in mind when going into the sacrament of confession is like, I'm truly sorry for these things and I regret having ever done them. And like, I want to, I want to like make a change as to not do these things anymore as to be a better person. Mm. Um, and I feel like that's what leads to the remedy of the damage caused by sin like that leads us to a a clear understanding of this is the person I want to be. This isn't the person I want to be. Yeah. That's, that's base base of all forgiveness is sorrow, you know, or especially for confession, right? Because if you go into confession and you're not sorry, then what's the point? Right. Super crazy. But maybe, maybe we could start like, with like what is yeah, let's like start the, from what is confession? Yeah. Let's start from circle one. Circle one. All I'm all about going against the grain. <laughs> what? Circle one. What is circle one, Jude? Circle one would probably have to be what the heck is confession? Well, I have an answer. <laughs> Okay, 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 great. Okay, well, I think, well, no, I don't think this is, like, in the catechism. Um, Good clarification there. Yeah, it talks about how confession comes about from, you know, that Easter Sunday when Jesus commissioned, or, no, sorry, it wasn't Easter Sunday, whatever it was, Jesus commissioned the apostles to go out and forgive sins, right? That was, that was the, the beginning of the sacrament of confession, right? He gave the power to his apostles to go out and forgive sins. Um, And, you know, that has been passed on through the priesthood. So a lot of people, that's, that's one major question that most people have. Like, why do I have to go to a priest to confess my sins? And that's why. Gotcha. So I think that's a good place to start. Yeah, maybe this is a good idea. Maybe we can like ask each other questions about like confessions that you think confession that you think maybe like normal people would have. Like typical why should I have to go to a priest, for example, you know, kind of like you just did. Yeah. I like it. But Wait. people so before no. we get into this, oh. we should like what? No, what are you going to say? Oh, I thought you said uh-oh. I thought something happened. Um, we should make it very clear and very uh, clear <laughs> that before we get into this and all these things, I just want to reiterate like uh, the fact that Christian and I, although we try to do this podcast and we try to make it like exactly what... Um, we think other young Catholics Christians need to hear like we don't obviously have all the answers and we're just trying to there there are probably a lot of times you guys hear us in the podcast like talking nonsense or like not sounding like we know really what we're talking about and it's because I don't know about you crab but I consider myself pretty pretty ignorant um when it comes to the Catholic faith, like there's a lot I have to learn. And this podcast has just been an awesome way for me to do that. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. This is a huge (laughs) learning process for me as well. And that's, that's something I was saying, like when we recorded yesterday, it was, (laughs) I I slightly remember, um, I was saying how, how much I get from this podcast. I probably get more from this podcast than all the listeners, you know, Mm -hmm. just from like having this conversation. And then, you know, that's like, that's what we're trying to do with this podcast is just spark the ideas, spark these ideas and in your mind so that you, you have these conversations with other people, you know, um, which we highly encourage you to do. Yeah. Like anything that, anything that you kind of like question from here, like take that and run with it. Like, don't just allow this to be your source of information. Like 
go forth and find the answers. Oh, there you did it. It's like whenever you hear the title <laughs> of a movie in the movie. Oh, yeah. You just want to barf. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> well. Anyway. Anyway. So I just wanted to like re- reiterate that. What is that word actually? Re- reiterate. You said That's it? That's so weird. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make that like super loud and clear. That way whoever is out there saying like, Jude and Christian literally know nothing. But guess what? You're right, okay? And we're open to you teaching us stuff. So let's do it, people. We're not going to convert the Muslims by just sitting there. All right. Shoot. Is that, <laughs> that, our, was fun. Is that, is that our target audience? Well, I remember in one of our podcasts. Was it one of our podcasts? I think we so. We said we weren't... We weren't going to stop until either we became famous or we converted the Muslims. Oh, shoot. I don't see either and, of those happening. <laughs> and we almost have 100 followers on Instagram. So we're Whoa. like, I would say we're, we're pushing famous, man. Dude, we should do a giveaway once we get 100 followers. Like to whoever our 100th follower is? No, 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 to... no. Like one of those giveaways where... You gotta like like the post and stuff. What do you want to give away, dude? That's a secret. Am I just gonna? I can't even know, dude. Well, I we're talking on the podcast right now. Everybody would know. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, sick. Yeah, I'm all for that. Whenever we hit a hundred, we'll do a giveaway, and it'll be sick. All right, but anyways, every hundred followers, we'll do a giveaway. Okay, I like it. But back on track because we're do, we're doing it again. Getting off track. Okay. <laughs> All right, good. All right, let's do it. Now All it's right, your turn to good. ask me something about confession. Hmm. Okay. Um. Okay, I got one. Oh, no. So, Jude, I've heard this thing about, like, mortal sins and venial sins and, like, what's the difference and what's more important, blah, blah. You know, that, that, more that whole idea. No, not what's more important. Let me tell important. you something. Let me tell you something, Skippy. Neither of them are important. They're both dumb. You're right. But you know what I meant. All right. Good. I was trying to give you flashbacks to the old priest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> venial sins are like... <laughs> I'm not going to say <laughs> Venial sins... Oh, yeah. I know what you're thinking. Venial sins are like those sins that we kind of commit without thinking of like uh like when we quickly road rage and we're like i think you're you're you look like a cow and we tell somebody that um (laughs) it's like those things that happen i don't know if you ever call somebody a cow you're an awful human that is is a terrible insult unless you're telling it Um, to a cow (laughs) (laughs) In which they won't understand you unless they speak English. <laughs> um, or like, you know, like okay. telling a lie or it's it's stuff that's yeah, it's, wrong, but it's not grave. Right. Like it's not super bad, but mortal sins. Let me tell you, people, those are the doozies. Those are the ones that are like, like, you know, it's bad and you still choose to do it anyway. And like you, you're like, you're there. These are the these are the things like, um, like missing mass on a holy day of obligation. Yeah. Um, receiving the Eucharist while you have mortal sin on your soul. That is a mortal sin itself. Yeah. Um, right. There's many options: premarital sex, um, abortions, like getting an abortion. The list goes on and on, but there's three there's three uh, three check boxes you have to check off for it to be a mortal sin, and those three things are it's got to be seriously wrong, like a grave matter, so something you know like just telling like a little fib that's not a serious matter, right? But killing someone that's a serious matter, right? So that's the first check box. Second check box is you have to know that it's wrong. 
So what if I'm like a five-year-old kid? I don't know that killing people's wrong. I don't, this is maybe <laughs> killing people. We're just going to take it to the extreme for this example. I'm five years old. That's I don't know that killing stupid. people's wrong. I kill somebody. All right. Well, it's not a Molson because I didn't know it was wrong. And then the last checkbox is you have to consent to doing it. Right. So it's got to be your choice. Um, and you know, those, those are all the three things. So let's say, let's take the example of killing someone. This is super crazy. <laughs> so it's super serious. I know that it's very wrong and very serious. And I still do it anyway. And I choose to do it. That makes it a mortal sin. Okay. Yeah. Boom. You guys see that? That that is a beautiful friendship. Like he asked me the question, saw that I was slightly drowning, and then answered it for me. Shoot. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> no, don't be sorry, dude. I was like totally you know me, man. Like, I'm just here to have a fun time and get distracted and learn from you. Over the so, summer when me and Jude were in Europe, I'd always say, oh, Jude, I'm sorry. He'd go, Don't be sorry. Be better. And by that, I mean, like, crab, you're just, like, I just want to motivate you to be better. Yeah. And, and what, but... You know what could make you better? What? Maybe if you tell me, like, how, like, how do you prepare for confession? Like. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> no. Um, so what I usually do, or what everybody should do, is it's called an examination of conscience, right? So, I mean, you can't just, like. Go. I mean, of course you could. You just like go into the confessional and start saying stuff. But the best thing to do is beforehand to, um, you know, to already have an examination of conscience on hand or look up one online, and it basically just helps you run through. Um, mm, I, I don't want to say it. it runs you through a list of sins and you mark off which ones you it, did, but let's say it like this. Like, doing the examination of conscience is like stretching before playing a sport. Yeah. It's like, you know. But it, it just helps you to look look back on, you know, since the last time you went to confession and what you've done wrong, the ways that you've offended God, and so that you can go into your confession and truly be sorry for those things. Boom. Yeah. Maybe with that um just a couple like tips try to i would encourage you guys to try to do an examination of conscience um maybe like in the chapel and the presence of the blessed sacrament that would really help you motivate you um having christ there with you is like super powerful um i don't know if you said like write it down but write it down and oh yeah maybe maybe crab if we could let's drop an examination of conscience and the link um, oh yeah i can like do that in the in the description below the podcast um that way whoever yeah. wants a solid one could like have it i got a super good one actually so i can i can for sure drop that in um Sick. but what you said about writing it dude that is my – I love writing it because, first of all, when you go in there, you're very clear on what you're going to say. And then after after I get out, this might be like kind of extra. But usually I like take the paper and burn it. Like, all right, well, that's over with now. That's super intense. Yeah, it is super intense. But, you know, screw sin. Dude, I totally agree. Yeah. There's one thing we have in common. <laughs> we both agree on that. Also, for a brief period of time, we both had mustaches. Super sad that I don't have my mustache anymore, by the way. Oh, maybe you should get it back then. Well, I will be done, Christian. Oh, snap. <laughs> nah, I should. I should. My mom wasn't a fan. 
Dude, I know, like, we're talking about, like, yeah. awesome aspects of confession. Yeah. But, dude, I mean, like, we're talking about, like, logistical stuff. Yeah. But, dude, let's talk about just, like, about how awesome it is that we have confession. Or, like, you know, how awesome the sacrament of confession is. Like, how beautiful it is. Heck, yeah. I definitely agree with that like when you think about it think think about this for a second like crab you can think about this even though i was speaking like i was speaking to a bunch of people (laughs) um like the fact that a lot of people trying to spend their life trying to like search for god and search for god and and in some way like god is very abstract for them but man like being a christian being a catholic it's so different because god is constantly searching for us and he's constantly inviting us in and he's constantly welcoming us into his love and the fact that we have confession is just like the complete like tying together of how much God loves us and how much he's ready to give to us. Like imagine this, anything that you've done in your life, any like whatever harmful thing you've done to yourself or done to somebody else or said to somebody else, like you go in, you make the firm resolution. Like I don't want to do these things anymore. I want to be a better person. That feeling that you get after you do an awful thing, like, man, I just want to be better. Why can't I be better? Like, you make that your resolution. You go in, you open your heart to God. And and somewhere it says it. Dang it, I should have had this prepared. But it says, like, Christ will make your your heart, make your soul, make your (laughs) whatever, whiter than snow. And that... That idea is just so mind-blowing. The fact that God longs for us, like God longs for you, that's that's overwhelmingly powerful. Like I get the goosebumps when I think about it. Like, wow. I haven't even yeah, bro. And I, honestly, like there's no greater time that you feel feel his love for you than whenever you get out of confession. Because yeah. you just you just – Honestly, if someone has the the capacity to forgive you for anything that you do, that is such a sign of of love. And I know, like, for me, when I get out of confession today, or, like, some of the times that, you know, you get out of confession and you haven't been for a while, and you just feel, like, an outpouring of love and mercy. Like, today, today, dude... I got out of confession. I just went in the chapel and there's nobody in there. So I just went right up to the tabernacle and I just knelt right in front of the tabernacle. And I just had this huge smile on my face. And have you ever stood under like a small waterfall and just felt like the water flow over your shoulders? Yeah. Dude, I was just kneeling there today after confession and I just had like this, it felt like there's this warm, like water just flowing over my shoulders. And I can just feel that blood and water from Christ's side just flowing over me. And it was, it was so beautiful. Dang, that's super intense, bro. Yeah. And I feel like so many people long for that feeling. Like that feeling of like, I'm loved, I'm forgiven. And so many people seek it in other people. Like, that's the craziest thing. Like, the fact that we try to seek, like, acceptance and love and all these other things, like, completely. Like, okay, it's normal to, like, seek, like, you want to be accepted by your friends. You want to be loved by your parents. You want to be seen by your cross crush. (laughs) Crush. Um. But like to know, to know that God 
God loves you and God sees you and God longs for you, I don't know. I don't know. Like, there's nothing more powerful than that. Yeah. Ugh. Crazy. Now I'm in my feels. <laughs> Maybe we should bring this back up. Um, Christian. Jude. Am I able to hear your confession right now? No. What? No. No. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Because you're not a priest. Uh, I think you're confused. <laughs> I don't. I honestly have no idea where you're going with this. Yeah, it's super funny. Um, because it's it's really funny. Um, I always I would always make the joke with my missionary brothers that I could hear their confession. I just couldn't give them absolution. Uh. <laughs> and most of them had the same reaction as you. As probably most of the people listening to this had, like, what the heck is Jude talking about? Jude is a heretic. Jude is all these things. Uh, that's a lot of fun. But, man, hearing those words of absolution, that's super powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Super powerful. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. Um, I've had really, really powerful experiences. And even, even tonight, um, I won't tell about whatever tonight like i heard a i heard a talk from a guy who does missions in new york city during holy week and so often he has an amazing book it's called the the missionary of wall street his name's steve off um and he's like a super well-off guy who works on wall street super successful but he goes and he does missions in soho um in Manhattan and he he tonight he was just telling us these insane um stories of times he's been like out on the streets and these people like opened their hearts up to God's mercy and and allowed God to um forgive them for the things they they had done and and it's just so powerful I I don't think we I don't think enough Catholics understand the power of confession and the seriousness, like the seriousness of it and the seriousness to get back into the confessional and to receive the mercy of God so that we can fulfill our mission. Like, I just don't, I don't know. It's one of those things that a lot of Catholics are just like, yeah, like I know I should probably go, but like, I'm afraid of what the priest will think. or I'm afraid of like, whatever you, I get it. Like some people have had the same parish priest for like 77 years. Like, and you're like, no way I could ever go to father Patrick at this, my parish. Like he knows me too well. He's going to think I'm crazy. Um, but knowing that it's not like, it's not father Patrick that you're confessing to. It's God himself. Um, I don't know. I've been talking for a no, while. No, that's a good point because just as in, you know, the mass, how the priest acts in persona Christi to transubstantiate the bread and wine to the body and blood of Christ, um, the priest also acts in persona Christi in the sacrament of confession, right? So it's not the priest that's forgiving your sins, right? It's the person of Christ acting through the priest that gives you absolution. So I think that's a big misconception as well of the sacrament of confession. Like, who is this random guy, to, you know, to forgive forgive me of my sins? Like, this guy doesn't even know me. Well, priests are, are the bridge between, or the bridge between God and us, right? Mm -hmm. So, actually, I liked what you were saying about how, you know, the worries that, that we have before going to confession. Um, I used to have the same worries. And I had this priest a few years back. He was giving a talk about confession. He was saying, like, I'm going to give you all some, some, 
some pointers about confession, right? It's like, you know, if you're ever having any doubts or you're scared, he's like, first off, the priest hears like hundreds of confessions a day, especially if you're going on like any, you know, like on one of those set days that they have confession. He's like, so after he hears a hundred people's confessions, there's no way he's going to remember what you said. So first of all, don't worry about that. Second of all, he doesn't want to remember what you said. You know, he doesn't want to remember what you did wrong because priests have a vow of, um, or what? what is it called? What's that word? The, the seal. This, yeah, the seal of confession, right? So they, they cannot... They cannot say anything they hear in confession, like outside of confessional, to anybody, ever, ever, ever. And if they do, they get excommunicated from the church. So I doubt they're going to risk their whole priesthood and their whole, you know, relationship with God on telling someone else what you said. <laughs> so he was just like debunking all these little like fears that everybody have um, that keep them from going to confession. And whenever I was hearing all these things, I was just like, wow, so true. Like, there's literally nothing to be afraid of when you go in. And actually, like, ever since I heard that talk, I've been, you know, like, I'll go face-to-face -face now. I used to, like, hide behind the little screen. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't want him to see my face. Um, and then I would, like, try to switch up the priest I went to every time. So I was like, yeah, like, you know, if I hop around from priest to priest, it won't matter. But now... I'm more face-to-face, -face and I like to go to the same person because, um, you know, the priest acts in persona Christi whenever he forgives your sins, like, through absolution. But the priest also, you know, can give good advice in the confessional as well. So it's very, very helpful if you go to the same person over and over um, because they help you work through some of these problems. And that's that's another thing, right? The priest wants, wants you to be better. You know, he's not there to judge you. <laughs> So now I've been talking for a while. <laughs> it's okay. We're both taking our turns. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I definitely think like baseline, I know a lot of people ask like, how often should I go to confession? Um, just a few um, maybe tips on that. Required by the church, you have to go, you have to go once a year. Um, that's like bare minimum or else you're going to get sent to where are you going to get sent to crab? Where are they going to send you? She hall. Wherever the heck she hall is. That's where you're going. Um, it's like an old Testament and, word for hell. Shout, oh. <laughs> shout out Brad for teaching me that. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Okay. Um, uh, what next? Oh, but I would say, like, typical when you get into, like, a good routine, you feel comfortable, like, you've broken down that barrier of, I'm afraid to go to confession. Oh, my gosh. There's a lot of pressure. When you allow, truly, like, the beauty of the sacrament to completely envelop you, um, I would say a good, like, solid timeline is, like, monthly. Would you agree, Crab? Yeah monthly um or whenever you're in the state of mortal sin that way you can receive the holiest of holies in communion which you hear those, me people which we're talking a whole about podcast on. jesus christ a whole nother podcast on what oh, is it, which we have a whole nother podcast on the eucharist which you can go check out oh yeah Somebody asked me that today. They were like, do I have to listen to the podcast like in order? Oh, no. I mean, sometimes we, we reference back. <laughs> do we have any like running inside jokes? <laughs> um, I feel like if we do, they're all like about me. So yeah, don't worry about it. Just go listen to whatever order you want. <laughs> uh, it's probably best for me. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna you, Jude. Eleven I'm, toes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I give you such a hard time, man. You just oh, dude. Like I forgive you. The mercy of this man. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Good. Uh, any like final thoughts on like mercy and forgiveness and all those beautiful things? Honestly, like the only thing I want to say is just to encourage all of you to go to confession as soon as you can. Go often. Like take advantage of this beautiful gift that God has given us. And yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I got. And and you know, talk about it with your friends. Don't. I mean, don't. Don't talk about your sins with your friends. <laughs> talk about confession with your friends and let them know how awesome it is as well. You know, the ones who don't listen to this podcast. Get the word out there. Yeah. And I would I would just encourage you guys to like show mercy to other people. Like forgive that person that you've been like struggling with. Like be open to having a conversation with whatever either a person or a type of person you would normally like learn to just love and accept people and uh, I feel like that's one solid way that we're gonna be able to change the way that the world's going right now man so so crazy um, but kind of like crap saying like be open to um, having these conversations with your friends and like let us know if there's anything that we can answer for you whether it be on the sacrament of reconciliation or whether it be like um jude i confess my sins to god is that good enough um well my answer would be has he forgiven you did he tell you that because uh, there's a whole thing here in the Catholic Church that we got going that's pretty clear. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, um, but like, no. Read more about the sacrament. I don't know. Ask us. Whatever. Let us know how we can pray for you. We want to be there for you. Um, and all those things. Uh, yeah. So what else, Crab? I think that's all I got, brother. Come on, there's got to be another, like, there's got to be something else. Uh, um. Where I'm, can they follow us at, Crab? Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Go check us out, because it's so <laughs> sick. Um, you know, we failed at Twitter. We failed at email. Um, but this this whole Instagram thing is going pretty well so far. So check us out at GoForthPodcast. I think it is um, G E A U X. You guys should know the drill by now on this whole G E A U X thing. And yeah. Um, yeah, DM us, follow us, shout us out on your story, um, help get the word out. That'd yeah, give us a cool. shout out on your story, and we'll like repost it. Let's get the word out. Um, yeah. And then, whenever we get to 100 followers, we're gonna do a some type of giveaway. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We might we might give away Christian's rugby mouthpiece. That'd be pretty sick. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just got one. <laughs> one option. <laughs> uh, I kind of sucked though. I just I just got it. <laughs> kind of need it. I already chipped a tooth a little bit. You chipped your tooth. Mom, I hope you're not listening. <laughs> She wants me. She wants me to quit roping. (laughs) I could imagine. Yeah. Actually, she actually called me today and told me that, and I told her, uh, "Sorry, mom, breaking up. I can't hear you." And I hung up. (laughs) So, anyways, now's a good time to end things. Okay. Now you're now you're breaking crab. You're breaking up. uh, I can't. I can't (laughs) hear you. Okay, everyone. The podcast has Thank ended. You. Oh my gosh, <laughs> please stop it. Oh, that was crazy. I felt like I was like in a disco. Anyway, um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thanks for li- listening. Um, we appreciate you guys. 
and we value a lot your feedback. So hit us up. Let's have some fun. Let's have some conversation. Let's give away Christian and I's personal belongings. And <laughs> let's do all that fun stuff. Say it, Jude. Hit it. Go forth. The podcast is ended. Thanks be to God.